0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire? Huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See hey, website details
1: to Radio. Good evening, everyone, and live from Baker Mayfield's Magic Carpet. It's the Fourth and Inches show with Jana and the <laughs> Sherpa. Jana, happy playoff season and, yeah. and holiday season.
0: Here we are. The playoffs really are our true holidays. <laughs> uh, so so how are, how are you of which, team how did
1: your teams
0: looking? Well, uh, we. Obviously the one in the thirty two team league that we've we've both talked about did not make no. the playoffs. <laughs> no. Um, I had one I had one other miss the playoffs, so four out of six of that one, which I'll take that. Oh, How well. about you? That's
1: quite good. Um yeah. two out of four. The the thirty two team league I missed the playoffs mm-hmm. with an eight and five record. Oh. I lost uh, on the sixth and final spot on a tie but I lost That's anyway since I had, you know, Jonathan Taylor on bye in week 14, and Jahan yeah. you know, Watson on bye, and yeah, you know, so that wouldn't have been pretty. But um, and then the other team that I had that didn't make the playoffs, it was just stupidity on my part. I forgot to uh, sub in Michael Williams for uh, Mike Williams for uh, Michael Gallup, so that um, cost yeah. me a game. And then earlier this season, when Devontae Adams came off an injury. I forgot to sub him in for, I don't know, Chase Claypool or somebody. So I really kind of did it to myself in that league and cost myself two wins. So I finished six and eight and missed, but it's a dynasty league, so I'm okay there. I'll just have a higher draft pick. But um, Mm -hmm. none of the two teams that I did get in, I have a second seed in a 12-team – no, a third seed in a 12-team league and a second seed in a 14-team league. So the second – the team has to play this, uh, has to buy this weekend. The third uh, t v team does not. But so anyway, that's a long-winded way of saying good.
0: <laughs> Things are going well. More
1: forthright <laughs> yes, they are. I'm happy. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs>
0: hey, and Blue is really happy for. about
1: the Lions.
0: You want he wants to go out be. to get a big Lion,
1: one of those oversized Lions hats, you know, like uh, you know, Brian Robinson. I wholeheartedly support that. that.
0: Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what we should be doing. That's exa- blue. He's onto something. He's a smart cat, that guy. He is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the blue cat is doing well, but
0: yeah, we'll see. here's hoping. So. Here's hoping it stays that way. I'm loving Motor City Dan Campbell and all the all the chaos out there. But um, we're also hoping that all of your teams are in the playoffs, where at the very least we can somehow help you exact revenge or give you some daily fantasy picks. We've done everything for you. Should you just want to win an argument at the water core, we've got it covered. We're gonna take you through all the injuries, news and notes, thank god, nobody's on a bye this week. We're finally through it. Um, we do of course have Saturday games this week, so don't forget to set your lineups earlier. But we'll we'll give you who to start, who to sit, take you some winners, and daily fantasy options, waiver wire pickups, everything you need to guide your team in whatever form it looks like to victory this week. Um as always, you can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. If you tune in late, you're listening later, you need someone to keep you company in a car while you're commuting home, whatever works, we're available. We are well north of 200 episodes. So there's plenty of content out there. <laughs> and you can, of course, we'll be here for you for a full hour as we are every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can find us all over social media. We're on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa Fan Page. We're on Twitter at the number 4 THN Inches Show. <clears throat> it's the number four T H N Inches show. We're also at J K I M one six and fantasy underscore sherpa, and you can always email us at the number four T H N Inches show at gmail dot com. And guess we will dive into the injuries. Unfortunately, going down. Um, but before we get into that, I do want to ask you, how did you feel about Baker Mayfield showing up and and just essentially? <laughs> Winning a football game when he knew no plays and no one on that roster. That was kind of fun to watch, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, for all the ups and downs, the last couple of years, mostly downs, it was nice to see him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, Duke Johnson may not have uh, been a fan, but uh, uh, a lot of other people, I think, can appreciate a good comeback story. And obviously, he's not going to unseat Matthew Stafford there, but I still think. There are a number of NFL teams, you know, where he'd represent an upgrade over their current starting quarterback. Uh, not including my Giants, of course, but uh, they may still be in the market for a new quarterback <laughs> next year. But it won't be Baker Mayfield.
0: No, no. I, I hope you keep Daniel Jones. But um, and also, uh, always very important. How many teams are currently in your top five draft picks? Are we up to like twelve, fifteen? Uh, I think yet, I narrowed or... it down
1: to seventeen this week.
0: Okay, that's not bad. We're right on schedule. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we'll we'll dive into some injuries since there were, unfortunately, a few. We'll start in Arizona, uh, where probably the biggest name this weekend, Kyler Murray, well, Monday, not really this weekend. <clears throat> Monday night, third play of the game, Kyler Murray towards ACL. He's officially on IR and done for the year, and at least a portion of next season, Um Cole McCoy got banged, banged around a little bit, but it looks like he's going to be your starter this week. Wide receiver Rondale Moore also went on IR today. Uh, he is dealing with a groin injury. They were hoping he was going to come back, but it looks like that is not going to be the case. Um, they are, however, going to get uh, a couple of guys back on defense. Maybe not this week. They're trying to trying to get them out there, but the defense is going to be a little healthier. The offense, eh, not so much. Um and also, just for those of you keeping score at home in your dynasty league, Zacherts did officially confirm that his his knee injury was both his ACL and MCL, which kind of we all thought, but he's officially saying it. So, unfortunate. Unfortunately, he's going to make their recovery time potentially a little, bit, a little bit longer. The Falcons are also going to be without their quarterback for the remainder of the year. Uh, Marcus Mariota had knee surgery. He is going. He's officially on IR and officially done for the year. Um, they are getting their starting center back. Matt Hennessy is coming off IR, but they don't really have a quarterback. <laughs> Things aren't going so great out in Atlanta. Um, I think you can all follow along at home and guess I'm probably not picking them to win yet again this week. In more quarterback. Well, every age, week, regardless of who their starting quarterback is. <laughs> it's only like a three-year streak. We'll see. We'll see if they can recover next year. I'm thinking not. Um, but the Ravens also dealing with some quarterback issues. We saw Lamar Jackson didn't play last week with a knee injury. He's still not practicing. Uh, doesn't look like they're planning on having him play this week, but you never know. That could change as the week goes on. However, uh, Tyler Huntley was knocked out of the game with a concussion. He was a full participant at uh, practice today, so he is, I guess, officially going to be out of the concussion protocol tomorrow. He should be your starter come this weekend, barring some kind of step back. They're also dealing with a couple of offensive line injuries, which is probably part of the reason that Tyler Hunt is concussed, and they're dealing with some quarterback injuries. So hopefully uh, guys get a little closer to healthy as the week goes on, but it's worth keeping an eye on that. Out in Buffalo, I don't know if you've heard, but it's cold out there. It's probably going to be snowing for the game this week. The Dolphins aren't going to be excited. Uh, but the Bills, probably unfazed. We did see Jameson Crowder back at practice today. He's on injured reserve right now with the ankle injury. He's not officially... Uh, designated a return maybe next week, so if for some reason you have him stashed on team, hang on to him I guess. Other than that, the Bills are really. What'd you say?
1: Was Cole Beasley at practice today?
0: Cole Beasley was Bill? at practice because he is out of retirement for the second time this season. He's back, the sunshine hairs are flowing out of the helmet. Um why of all the wide receivers out there that's what you went with? I'm not really sure, but props to them. Uh, however, that is one less team in the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes, it looks like. So, sounds like he's off their list. Not off the Cowboys, though. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> the Panthers are... Yeah, Way Holmes there, but Jerry came out today on his radio show. Still not totally decided on Odell Beckham Jr. So I may maybe it's a he's weekly just thing. He's trying right to now. Drive, drive up, up the price, price for somebody else. Somebody else. <laughs> else. Yeah. I know. He already hosted all the league meetings today. Like we all know, he runs the league. Relax, Jerry. Just calm down. It was nice of him to find time to still have a radio show while he's also attending league meetings and trying to overthrow Dan Snyder. He had a busy day. Really busy day. <laughs> um, busy life. More. Yeah, more quarterback news in Carolina. P.J. Walker, XFL phenom, is going to be the starter this week. He's been dealing with the ankle injuries. Sam Darnold hasn't been that great. Baker Mayfield, Blue Town, is now, a, a you know, an all-everything quarterback in Los Angeles. P.J. Walker has been dealing with the ankle injury, but it looks like he is going to be out on the field and your starter, and hopefully that way going forward. Some continuity would be nice. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. Probably the end the game in a injury. walker. He might. The way things are going. Not a really good time to be a quarterback in the NFL. It's dangerous out there. Speaking of that, segue into yet another quarterback issue. Justin Fields is not practicing. He's got the flu, so he should play this week, but he's not going to practice a whole lot. Uh, Wide receiver Chase Claypool also not practicing. He's dealing with a knee injury. And running back Khalil Herbert is expected to come back to practice at some point this week and – play next week not this week but it looks like next week against the Bills they're going to try to get him back on the field he's on IR with hip injury um other than that not not a whole lot of new injuries to report which is good because they got the Eagles coming to town which should be a handful unfortunately for those of us of fans of other NFC East teams in Cincinnati wide receivers tough time to be them Tyler Boyd just knocked out of the game. He's dealing with a finger injury. He was limited today at practice. T. Higgins, who also left the game, was limited at practice. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. It looks like he's more questionable than Tyler Boyd is. I can't imagine it feels all that good to catch a frozen football when you got a bad finger, though. And it looks like Hayden Hurst, the tight end, who's been dealing with uh calf injury that's been dogging him the last couple of weeks, it's pretty doubtful he's going to play this week. Officially, he's still open to playing, but it doesn't sound like – unless he gets some kind of magical recovery between now and then. doesn't look like hitting be on the field, so don't start him in the lineup. Other tight end issues in the uh, middle of the country here. We've got the Browns. David Njoku was eliminated practice there, which is a better sign. He's dealing with a knee injury. He's officially questionable going into the weekend, and they are dealing with some injuries too. Other receivers, particularly Amari Cooper, he did not practice. He's dealing with a hip injury. Keep an eye on that as the week goes on. Um, He got got banged up a little bit towards the end of the game, and it looks like it's still bothering him. And further down the depth chart is wide receiver David Bell, who's not practicing. He's dealing with thumb and toe injuries and doesn't look like he's a a rock solid going to play this weekend. Hopefully you don't need him in your lineup also. Uh Most of the defense's list is questionable right now. They look like they're all going to play the Miles Garrett's of the world, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. In Dallas, they have a new member of the roster, and it's not Odell Beckham Jr. As we alluded to earlier, Ty Hilton was signed by the Cowboys this week. Um, I, they decided he's he's healthy. I guess good for him. He's been, had a lot of leg injuries over the last couple of years. Curious to see how that works out because. Essentially, Michael Gallup is just a younger T.Y. Hilton. He's running all the routes T.Y. Hilton would run. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to work, but hopefully it does. In better news for the Cowboys, or I guess other other good news, depending how you look at it, uh, tackle Tyron Smith is going to play this week. He is still technically on injured reserve. He's going to get activated. He's missed the season with a knee injury. Uh, that would be a big boost to the offensive line. And tight end Jake Ferguson is unlikely to play this week. He's doing what they're calling head and neck injuries. He's not going to game on Sunday. Officially questionable, it doesn't look like it's a good chance for him to be out there. And cornerback Travion Diggs, not sure if you've heard of him. He uh, injured his thumb, his left thumb, on Sunday against the Texans, and he's officially questionable, but he's going to be out there this week. In Denver, we saw a scary moment where Russell Wilson is not unconscious uh, when he got tackled. He is still in the concussion protocol, still not practicing. It looks like quite a long shot to play this week. So, Brett Ripon would be your quarterback. I'm sure you all have some sense in the lineup. He is, however, healthy and not in the concussion protocol, which gives him quite an edge over Russell Wilson. Who's going to be throwing to, though? That's a little more of a question. Uh, Kendall H- Hinton is not practicing. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Cortland Sutton's also dealing with a hamstring injury. He's not practicing. Uh, they're going to be without running back Mike Boone, who got put on IR with an ankle injury. And officially, K.J. Hamler is not going to be activated off IR before the season ends. He suffered a setback in his own hamstring injury recovery last week, so he is done for the year. Not looking great out there for Denver. There's a lot of injuries, and they're also dealing with some in their secondary. So things are literally and figuratively tough all over there. Out in Detroit, the Fighting Motor City, Dan Campbell, moderately healthy. There's not a not a ton of names added to the injury report this week, uh, one being running back Craig Reynolds, who's designated to return from IR. He's been dealing with rib injuries, so they get a little more depth at running back. They also designated Quintez Cephas to return from IR with a foot injury. They get some snaps on Sunday, so they're getting, getting a little healthier at the right time, so you like to see that. Out in Green Bay ahead of Monday Night Football, which not sure how that's going to go, but we'll talk to that in a little bit. Wide receiver, Romeo Dobbs, says that he is planning to play. He's been dealing with an ankle injury. We saw uh, he's hobbling around pretty good the last time we saw him coming off the bye week. It looks like he's getting a little healthier, so he's planning to play on Monday night. Keep an eye on that. In Houston, they almost pulled off the upset of the Cowboys, unfortunately, Little, came up a little short. They are going to be without running back Damian Pierce, which is a big, big loss for them this week. He's dealing with an ankle injury. Looks like he's going to be out one to two weeks. Uh, officially solicited doubtful he's not going to play this week. They are probably going to be without cornerback David Jr. still again. He has been hoping to play the last three weeks, but has not yet practiced. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. Nico Collins, the wide receiver, is not practicing with a foot injury, and neither is Brandon Cooks, who's dealing with a calf injury. Looks like Collins has a better chance to play than Brandy Cooks does. He, he's training much more towards doubtful than questionable, so certainly have a plan B in your lineup for him. The Colts didn't didn't really add anyone to their injury report this week. Good for them, staying healthy. In Jacksonville, quarterback Trevor Lawrence isn't practicing. He's still dealing with that toe injury. This seems to be more of a maintenance rest kind of thing. Um, I don't think he's in any jeopardy of not playing this week. They're dealing with quite a few injuries to their linebacking core. So I, maybe not the best week to have that when you've got a, a higher power offense coming down, but we'll see how that plays out. Keep an eye on that, uh, especially if you're looking at the stream of defense, that might not be a good one this week. <laughs> In Kansas City, Uh the artist formerly known as the Giants wide receiver, Kadarius Tony is still questionable going into this week with hamstring injury. It looks like he's hoping to play. He seems to be on track, too, right now, but we only get our hopes too far up there. And wide receiver, Michael Hardman, is back at practice. He's dealing with an abdominal injury, and he's also hoping to play. They seem a little less optimistic about him than Tony, but he an I on both of those. <clears throat> the Raiders, I mean, they're still the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> running back Josh Jacobs is officially listed as questionable with a finger injury. It's his pinky finger. He's going to play this week. This is just silly. Um, but I guess that's that's how we're going to officially list him until the weekend. But barring his hand falling off, I would be shocked if he didn't play. In better news, though, both Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller were activated off IR today. They didn't think Renfro was necessarily going to be, but I guess he had a pretty good week. So he's been dealing with an oblique injury, Waller with a hamstring injury. So they're both going to be eligible to play this week. Keep an eye on who actually will. But it seems like Waller is the healthier of the two, which is always plus. The Chargers are dealing mostly with injuries to their uh defense. They're trying to get a little healthier. Supposedly Joey Bosa, who last week we were told wasn't very close to returning, is gonna be reevaluated this week and they think he's got a chance of playing this season. It is not gonna be this week though, so I guess Aaron Rodgers can take a, a breath there. He's got one less one less thing to worry about. <clears throat> and then we talked about the Rams and the Baker Mayfield excitement rolling into town. John Wolford is still not practicing. He's still dealing with a neck injury that cost him most of the game, and, I mean, he's started to he play the series. He's not going to start. He's not going to play this week. Baker Mayfield is going to be your starting quarterback. Um, so I guess he's got an extra day to prepare going into – well, I guess he's got more an extra day. He only had two days last week. So he's doing all right. Uh, <laughs> However, it looks like wide receiver Cooper Cup is not going to be back this season. They were hoping to get him back off IR before the end of the year. But there's really no reason to, and it sounds like he's yeah, not healing quite point? as fast as they, yeah, like what, what? You're already going to get, you're already giving away your first round draft pick, so what does it even matter? Um, so I think everyone kind of came to their senses and are not going to put him on the football field. That's best for everyone, I think. <laughs> um, Miami. Little little banged up here on the offense. Uh we talked about uh the weather going into Buffalo. It's not great. Uh they will have to with however, Teddy Bridgewater is back up, may not be available. He's dealing with a knee injury. He was limited today at practice. Wide receiver River Craycraft did not practice. He's dealing with a calf injury. He's questionable going into the weekend. Again, hopefully you're not reaching far enough that you need to be starting River Craycraft on your your roster, but if you are, yeah, <laughs> things aren't going well. Uh Jeff Wilson Jr. did not practice. He's dealing with a hip injury. Looks like he's hoping to play through it, but keep an eye on him as the week goes. And Tyreek Hill was limited. He's dealing with that ankle injury we saw him get – they were icing it and doing the whole, whole thing on the sidelines. So he's going to try to play through it. How effective he'll be, hard to say, especially in colder weather. It's not usually ideal. Out in Minnesota – Mostly defensive injuries there, um, particularly linebackers and cornerbacks, so keep an eye on that. Tennant end Ur-Smith, Jr., is still in IR, but he was at practice, so he's around and might get activated off IR before the season's over. Again, if you have a mustache, maybe hold on to him for another week. Out in New England, running back Damien Harris' practice, but it was limited today. He's dealing with a thigh injury. It's questionable going into the weekend. I think there's a pretty good chance he practice, he plays this weekend, especially because Ramondre Stevenson might not. He's dealing with an ankle injury. He didn't practice on Wednesday. He's questionable going into the weekend, so keep an eye on that. Jacoby Myers is still in the concussion protocol. He's been there since last week, Uh still not practicing at all, which is not a great sign. And joining him is Devontae Parker, who was knocked out of the game after, believe it or not, Nelson Aguilar was the voice of reason and stopped play. I mean, like... Can someone get this man off the field? Uh, so he's definitely still firmly in the concussion protocol. I'd be very surprised if we saw him out there this week. They are dealing with a couple of defensive injuries, particularly Devin McCourty. So, again, hopefully you don't have to stream a, a Patriots defense, but keep that in mind. Out in New Orleans, a lot of defensive injuries. Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore. Keep an eye on those guys. Also, kicker Will Lutz is sick. He's not practicing. Just worth noting, going into the weekend, you might have him on a team. Make sure there's someone else out there in case he doesn't play. Running back Dwayne Washington didn't practice. He's also sick. There's a lot of that going around. Uh, Remember, last week, even though they ran a bye, uh, I told you that Mark Ingram Ingram Jr., I.I., suffered a a small and failed tear because he's going to be done for the year so. In Washington, more of a depth player there. Tight end Adam Troutman was limited today. He's dealing with an ankle injury, and tight end Jawan Johnson was also limited with his own ankle injury. He was a little thin there at tight end. Out in New York for sure, his Giants tight end Daniel Bellinger is limited. He's dealing with rib injuries, and not even sure how he's playing with the whole eye thing. But props to him. Wide receiver Richard James is still in the concussion protocol. He's not practicing, so keep an eye on that. Not, not entirely sure beyond Darius Slayton who's going to play wide receiver out there, but uh, also worth noting that Xavier McKinney, the safety, is not practicing, not going to play this week against Washington. Still dealing with a couple other injuries in the linebacker core as well, so keep an eye on that. The Jets, I'm sure we all saw Mike White just got pummeled last week with I I'm not sure how any of his ribs are still intact, but he's planning to be the starter this week. He was limited at practice today. Uh we saw him get knocked out twice, went to the hospital after the game and still managed to get out of the hospital before the team left the building. So he met up with the team before they went went back home. Uh so he's crazy enough to go out there. Joe Flacco probably would be the backup. Last week Zach Wilson wasn't even active, so not sure. Keep an eye on that as the week goes. Cause it but what it's worth. I think they already said are. Zach
1: Wilson was going to be the backup this week.
0: I think you're right. I, I just don't really trust anything the Jets are doing at quarterback. <laughs> this, whole, this whole thing seems like such a mess. Mike White seems crazy enough to go out there and play football. Again, not really sure what for, but props to him. The Eagles dealing with a few injuries particularly wide receiver Kez Watkins who I, I sure hope you're not starting but for whatever reason they keep throwing the football too. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He was limited today. Gallus um, Goddard is going to come back off IR it looks like this week. He was out the last four weeks with a shoulder injury. Didn't do a whole lot of practice today. Um, he, was, he was out there. It looks like he's playing. They haven't officially activated him off IR yet but they're going to. Also keep in mind that Uh, tackle Lane Johnson, who was knocked out of the game on Sunday. He's dealing with an abdominal injury. He's day-to-day. If he doesn't play, that really changes things for Jalen Hurts' productivity, not necessarily that they can't win the game without him. And they lost their punter. Poor guy tried to get a first down and ended his season. So hopefully Eagles special teams isn't going to be what saves you this week. Out in Pittsburgh – Najee Harris didn't practice. He's dealing with a hip injury. It's a Wednesday. He doesn't practice a lot of Wednesdays. So I wouldn't read too too much into that, but keep an eye on it. Quarterback Kenny Pickett is still in the concussion protocol, but he was limited today at practice, which is a good sign. Ted and Pat Fryer Moose, not out there at all today. He's dealing with a foot injury, so certainly that's going to go down to game time. Somebody wouldn't line up as utility. And they're dealing with some some a lot of injuries to their defense. So again not the healthiest we've ever seen them. Also, something I hope you're not having to lean on. In San Francisco, we saw Mr. Relevant Brock Purdy beat Mr. Relevant Tom Brady. He also suffered an oblique injury. He's listed as questionable. He is going to be the starting quarterback this week. Scarier though was wide receiver Debo Samuel getting carted off. Uh, they're calling a high ankle sprain, knee slash ankle, but. They're thinking he's probably out for the next three weeks. That would take us to the end of the season. Uh, so they might get him back the last week of the season. They're hoping to have him back for the playoffs. And I'm
1: sure uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> we shall see. Uh, also officially ruled out for their game on Thursday is cornerback Samuel Womack. So other than that, everyone's still still technically questionable, as as most of us are. In Seattle, running back D.J. Dallas is questionable for uh, the other side of the Thursday night game. He's dealing with that ankle injury. Pretty much anyone who plays running back in the greater Seattle area is going to be listed as questionable, but most notably uh, D.J. Dallas is probably the healthiest of the bunch, as terrifying as that is. In Tampa Bay, Julio Jones didn't practice today with a knee injury. It's also Wednesday. Also, not something to get too, too terribly upset about, but keep an eye on it. Vita Vea and Tristan Wirth, uh, both both linemen, obviously Vita Vea on the defensive side. Looks like they're both not going to play this week. Vea is dealing with a calf injury. Wirth is still dealing with that high ankle sprain since the last two games. And you can tell Tom Brady is not loving life out there. So they're both pretty doubtful and trending towards not playing. So keep on that. In Tennessee, our boy Bobby Trees, a.k.a. Robert Woods, is not practicing. He's sick. It looks like he also has the flu. Hopefully he gets better by the end of the week. Fraylon Burks, also still not practicing. He's still dealing with that concussion we saw him suffer two weeks ago. Not a great sign he's still in the concussion protocol and not practicing, so I wouldn't bank on him being out there this week. Ryan Tannehill still officially listed as questionable with an ankle injury. And running back Dontrell Hilliard is out and likely out for at least the next couple of weeks. He suffered a neck injury when he got tackled. I think special teams this week. So uh, Derrick Henry's going to be a one-man show in the backfield. Not so much a change of pace there. The
1: McMass is back.
0: Yeah, that's true. Got a little something going. He's going right there. Is.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll take it. I wonder if he can balance the uh, checkbook. We we don't know, <laughs> we should find out. We should, I'm sure he's listening. Write in, let us know. <laughs> and last but not, not least, <laughs> the Washington Commanders uh, going through some public relations nightmares and also some injuries. Officially running backs, Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson Jr. are both listed as questionable. They're both limited today. Robinson's dealing with a quad injury. Gibson's got a foot injury. It looks like they're both on track to play, but maybe a little more by committee. And uh defensive end Chase Young technically listed as questionable with the knee injury. He is, they're hoping, going to play this week, uh, which would certainly be a boost for that defense. So I think we finally made it. We made it to the end of your report. Do Take you a breath. Anyone, anyone's so left on the, the well waiver wire. <laughs> um, there
1: are, in fact. I don't know how much you would really want to be starting any of these people in a playoff I mean, week, I had to start. Uh, I had to pick I had to up be, and start
0: Mike Boone on a team last week, so some of us out there yeah. are going to need some money. <laughs>
1: Did that team actually make the playoffs or no?
0: Uh, shockingly, yes. Yes. Which, from that statement, you wouldn't believe, but it it was more a bi-week problem than anything else. Oh, okay. If
1: it's a bi-week problem, it was an
0: injury problem.
1: I'd say that's something
0: else.
1: It's a bi-week problem. Knock on wood. Okay. I'm Um, hoping. So, wide receiver-wise, I mean, excuse me, running back-wise, we've got sort of two categories of guys. You've got the um, receivers out of the backfield types like Jerry McKinnon, who you know, probably aren't going to win a matchup for you. But if you're fortunate, might put up enough points to, you know, give you some value out of a flex. And then we've also got guys like Pierre Strong and Demir White who, you know, give you a goose egg or if the guy in front of them is really hurt and not able to play might actually, you know, contribute more points than a Jarek McKinnon would. So, anyway, be that as it may. Uh, Jarek McKinnon out there um, at Houston this week, uh, Pierre Strong. Um, depends, again, what's going on with Ramondra Stevenson and Damian Harris. Uh, Zemir White, again, all depends on, uh, on Josh Jacobs, Chuba Hubbard, Jordan Mason, Rex Burkhead, Travis Halver, and, and uh, Marlon Mack. But again, you know, none of those guys likely to Start this week. Um, possible exception of Rex Burkhead, but you figure in that game, uh, Houston's probably going to spend a lot more time passing the ball than they will, or at least trying to pass the ball than they will running the ball. So, not sure that uh, he would um, be worth it much more than any of the other guys I mentioned. But uh, any comments, additions, or deletions to that list?
0: No, no. So far, I'm I'm just happy. It's Mike, not Mike Boone, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> They're pretty good
1: options. (laughs) That'll be a boon for your fantasy team. Um, Wide receiver-wise, Zay Jones still out there in some leagues. I'm not quite sure what he has to do to convince people he's worthwhile. But, uh, again, Dallas, they figure to be throwing a lot. That figures to be a relatively high-scoring game. So um, you could certainly do worse than Zay Jones. Elijah Moore. I had a nice uh, game last week. He's had a couple of nice games uh, lately after um asking out earlier in the season. Fortunately for him that didn't pan out, at least not yet. Got the Detroit secondary this week, so that could be promising. Uh Chris Moore I'm not so keen on, but uh you know, depending on the health of the guys ahead of them and you know, they will probably be throwing a lot against Kansas City. Paris Campbell, um, don't love the matchup. Isaiah Highs for the Giants, you were asking who could catch passes for them besides Darius Clayton before. Isaiah Hodgins has been doing a fairly good job of that lately. Uh, Nelson That's now Yeah. Uh, I try not that. to make false statements, but uh, it's, it's, uh, every once in a while one will slip in. The difference between that <laughs> patent with false statements and just... Uninformed, wild speculative guesses that don't pan out and've certainly offered up served up plenty of them <laughs> ladders. that's our sweet spot lessons. right
0: there <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: I'll, I'll take most of the credit for that um c j Chark uh, against the jets uh trailing Burks and Nicole Hardman both uh maybe still injured wouldn't bank a lot on them and then if you're really dipping uh, deep into the pool and want to you know play the Uh, Baker Mayfield, bounce back. You've got Van Jefferson, Van Skoranek, and uh, Tutu Otwell uh, also um, all widely available. Hopefully you're not having to start any of them in your um, playoff matchups, but again, depending on injuries, you may not have a choice. Uh, Marquise Mm -hmm. Goodwin had a nice uh, game last week as Seattle's third wide receiver. I'm not sure how much I would trust him against San Francisco's defense. And then Trenton Irwin for the Bengals uh, going up against Tampa Bay, if um, some of the guys ahead of him, T. Higgins and, um, and some of the others there are um, still hurt, you know, T. Higgins and um, um, Tyler Boyd, then you know, Trenton Irwin yeah. may be somebody that you consider. So anyway, uh, thoughts on that list? Anybody you would want to add or delete from that list?
0: Normally, I'm not a proponent of Nelson Aguilar, but I think he's like the healthiest man standing. I think that could be really interesting. Um, so it's I, a
1: revenge game I mean, for him too.
0: Exactly, and you know how I mean, have a revenge, revenge game.
1: Compared to, he
0: does have a lot, you lot of revenge playing games. Don't
1: you know? remember that guy in the fire a few years oh, ago God. in Philadelphia? They couldn't catch a baby. Caught the babies, <laughs> and then they interviewed him and asked him, you know, how he was, you know, how he managed to do it. And he said, "I was just thinking, make sure I catch him and don't drop him like Agawor does."
0: I know. I just love the pettiness of Philadelphia that way. <laughs> In a completely unrelated
1: yeah. Here you are, you're <laughs> so a hero. You're being interviewed on live TV and the best you can do is make snide comments about your wide receiver. I bet, dropping he, didn't, I bet he didn't
0: buy a lot of meals for himself for a while after that. People were on board with it.
1: <laughs> Probably true. Um, so quarterback was Mike White definitely has an appealing matchup this week against Detroit Secondary. It's just a question of Will that flak jacket that he's presumably going to be wearing to protect his ribs allow him to throw as effectively and will his offensive line give him time to do that? Uh, Taylor Heineke has a nice matchup against the Giants. Ryan Tannehill in what could be a high-scoring game against the Chargers, although you wonder how much of that scoring would come via Derrick Henry as opposed to Ryan Tannehill's arm. Um, Brock Purdy, Desmond Ritter making a first start is – Risky New Orleans defense, not the worst in the world either, but um, you know we'll see there. Colt McCoy and Baker Mayfield rounding out the options. I really don't expect a lot of any of those guys. If if he's healthy, Mike White probably the best in the bunch. But again, hopefully you're not having to switch into the waiver wire for a quarterback this week. Although I must yeah. admit, in one league that I'm in, I don't like uh, either of my. Uh, quarterbacks matchups this week and might actually consider a Mike White
0: and I, I mean I've got him on a team I don't know if I need to start him this week I'm still figuring that out but I have him out there that's not even the 32 team league <laughs> he was on that team yeah. too
1: <laughs> yes I, I remember i mean, were happy to finally get a starting quarterback in that league when he was promoted one
0: embarrassment of I, like I
1: had yeah <laughs> um had it fall into your lap. Um, <laughs> tight end-wise, uh, the two guys, actually, there's there's some pretty good options out there this week. Evan Ingram may be available. I really like the matchup against Dallas, and Trevor Lawrence, I know he's um, banged up a little bit, but uh, he's been playing better of late. Uh, uh, and McConquo, who we mentioned last week on the show, I actually picked him up on the two of my teams and started them on uh, one of them, um, had a nice game last week, Tyler Conklin, um, Hunter Henry, and uh, I'm less excited about Taysom Hill, but he may be the healthiest of the New Orleans yeah. tight ends. And the last one's he can him. also obviously uh, shift into the backfield as needed, and uh, Atlanta's defense is not going to remind anybody of the 86 Bears, So, you know,
0: no, there are no, worse no, plays, no, but no I much. think I
1: prefer the other four over him.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going you there. But I think Tyler Ponka is very interesting. I think he might have himself a, a nice day.
1: He certainly could. Um, defenses, you might want to stream this week. New Orleans uh, at home against Atlanta, Cleveland on the road at Baltimore, Denver home to Arizona, Arizona on the road against Denver. Uh, Washington, home to the Giants. Minnesota, home on Saturday to the um, Colts. All, all those defenses uh, could do well for you this weekend if you're in a pinch. Yeah.
0: There's there's been decent, decent defense matchups. I don't think there's a ton of incredibly high-scoring games, so there's some options out there. Yep.
1: So uh, how about we uh, move on to our our player, our top 10s and avoid list.
0: I guess we see really don't do running back. <laughs> okay. Um, I can I, kick us I'm off. Got Go ahead. Go ahead. I've got Christian McCaffrey at the top of my list, partly because as as we saw last week, and I've been telling you all season, you don't actually need a quarterback to run this 49ers offense. Christian McCaffrey can do it just fine. The defensive matchup is a good one. The fact that clearly – Brock Purdy is great, but he cannot. he's just one man. He can't do it on his own. Christian McCaffrey seems to want to do that. So uh, if you're going to outscore your projections by 60 yards, let's keep doing that. That was good. Uh, Austin Eckler's coming in at two, even with a tougher matchup. I, he's just he's just too good to put any one in that. Sarah Henry at three. Joe Mixon at four. And Jonathan Taylor running out the top five. Josh Jacobs, even though he's got a broken pinky, I think he'll be just fine at six. Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Tony Pollard running on my top ten.
1: Okay, I've got Dalvin Cook at the top of my running back list for this week. Miles Sanders, Christian McCaffrey, agree with you there. Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, also agree with you on him. Alvin Kamara, Tony Pollard yeah. who is also on your list. Ezekiel uh, Elliott, Donovan Knight who's had a few nice games in a row for the Jets now, like the matchup against Detroit's defense, and Aaron Jones rounding out my top ten honorable mentions to Isaiah Pacheco, whoever starts at running back for New England this week, Devin Singletary and Brian Robinson if he's healthy enough to play.
0: Yeah, I hope he is. But um it's a good honorable mention. The top of my avoid list has Cordell Patterson this week, which you no know, kind of goes against Green since I don't have quarterback. Um but it, I don't love the matchup at and- all love the fact that Chloe is the only offensive the weapon they have. Um stay away from him. Also, AJ Dillon, Michael Carter out in New York. I just, I think some of them are going to guy. He's he the carries. Um, Cuba Hubbard in Carolina. Now the best matchup. Tomaji P. Ryan. I just don't think he's going to have enough touches. Hunt, Marlon Mack, Rick Storkhead, uh, Tyler Algier, and Tyree Molino.
1: All right, uh, leading off my avoid list for this week, Jonathan Taylor, Jacob Barkley, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Leonard Fournette, J.K. Dobbins, Najee Harris, Latavius Murray, David Montgomery, and Rashad White, uh, rounding out my 10 to avoid this week. And uh, let's see if I have any dishonorable mentions. Oh, yeah, I have two. Gus Edwards and Rex Burkhead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It you just it's too much uncertainty to really know if they'll even get enough touches to be anything remotely what you need out of your fantasy lineup this week. So I I support those dishonorable mentions. <laughs> right. How about wide receiver? Who do you like this week?
1: Um, you'll be happy to know that I think for the third week in a row I have C D Lamb at the top of my wide receiver list. I That's actually jammed him into
0: the bottom of my list. <laughs> he made the top ten. Barely. Okay. Okay. I've got
1: him at the, at the tippy top uh, right ahead I of Justin I like your Jefferson. version of
0: things much better than mine. A.J. <laughs> Brown,
1: uh, Jamar Chase, Stefan Diggs, Chris Olave, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Terry McLaurin, and Christian Watson rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions, Brandon Iowa, Garrett Wilson, and Juju Smith-Schuster.
0: There you go. Uh we've got some overlap. I have Justin Jefferson at the top of my list. Tyreek uh Hill was uh up here a little higher, but this ankle thing has me not feeling so great, so he got bumped down the list a little bit, which opened the door for Jamar Chase to be number two on the list this week. Uh Stefan Diggs at three, Devontae Adams at four. Amone Ross St. Brown coming in at a five, even though wide receivers are getting healthier left and right in Detroit, I think he's still going to be the guy. Tyreek Hill checking in all the way at six on the list this week. Ankles and then going into a, a frozen tundra, not my idea of success, but I think he'll still be very relevant, just not like putting up 200 yards. Uh, DK Met, uh, oh no, sorry. AJ Brown at seven, DK Metcalf, uh, Keenan Allen at nine. And C.D. Lamb rounding out number 10.
1: Okay, I have a former cowboy at the top of my avoid list. That would be Amari Cooper. Mike Evans, no, Chris Godwin, Deontay Johnson, Michael Pittman, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Van Jefferson uh, rounding out my 10 to avoid. Dishonorable mentions to Devin Duvernay, Chris Moore, and Chase Claypool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's. There's a lot of names that necessarily don't need to be on this avoid list, but you know what powers that be. This is what happens. <laughs> Gabe Davis is on my avoid list. Uh, I just I don't love the matchup. Normally, I would be fine with him being hanging around in purgatory, but this week I'm saying no. Deontay Johnson also here. Cortland Sutton, I'm not really trusting the injury much. Even if he thinks he wants to play football, he is not someone you should have on your roster. DJ Moore, again, I, I want to talk myself into thinking this is going to be a good matchup for him, and it's just not, so I've made my peace with it. Um, <laughs> Elijah Moore, Curtis Samuel, Josh Palmer, Brandon Cooks, again, the injury I, doesn't look good. Paris Campbell and DJ Chark. Ain't away from. Okay. What a guy that I like on my avoid. Uh, quarterbacks
1: who do you like this week?
0: Well, as much as it pains me to say, I have Jalen Hurts at the top of my list of quarterbacks to start this week. (laughs) Sometimes you just gotta go with with some sound logic, which I don't particularly enjoy, but he has a very good matchup against the Bears. <laughs> and I think I just have to, just have to make peace with it now. Josh Allen's at a very, very much a 1A in this conversation, uh, with his matchup against Miami. Patrick Mahomes at 3, Joe Burrow, and, uh, Justin Fields rounding out my top 5. So a lot of that crammed into the same games there in the top 5. Justin Herbert, Tuatunga Violoa, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, and Cousins rounding out my top 10.
1: Hey, we've got some overlap, uh, more at the top, I think, um, than on the back half. But I've got Patrick Mahomes at the top of my list, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, who's been an infrequent uh, guest on the top ten list this season. Wow. Mac wow. White and What's Andy chill? Dalton, another one who's hardly ever on the top ten list. Uh, honorable mentions, Ryan Tannehill, Taylor Heineke. Brock Purdy and Mike White, uh, assuming the latter two, are healthy enough to play.
0: Well, I can tell you I have Aaron Rodgers and Brian Tannehill both on my avoid list.
1: Why does that not surprise me?
0: Not even a little bit. I just – I don't love – I don't love a lot of what Packers are doing right now. I don't – granted – The Rams are not world beaters, but they have a defense. There is still some semblance of a defense there, and I don't even know if Aaron Rodgers even talks to his wide receivers. So I think there are issues here. I don't want any part of them. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, still got the bad leg. He's going against a defense that's going to make a move a little bit. It needs to be a Derrick Henry-centric offense for this to be successful, and so Ryan Tannehill can just see himself to the bench here. Andy Dalton shocks no one on the avoid list, as well as Mac Jones. Just not not a great matchup, not a great situation on either sideline, apparently. Uh, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett, Davis Mills, P.J. Walker, anyone who wants to play quarterback for the Denver, Denver Broncos, just say no to.
1: I think I said <laughs> White uh, and <laughs> <laughs> Mac White before
0: Mac Jones, of course. Mac White. Is Mike and Mac Jones all, all combined into one player? (laughs) That would be interesting, but no, unfortunately, Mike White can stay in my purgatory. Mac Jones is on the do not start list. Sorry, buddy. We'll get you a new offensive or an offensive coordinator in any capacity one of these days, and you might be able to be good again. We're pulling for you. Uh,
1: But on the other hand, the guy at the top of my. Uh, avoid list this week, Tom Brady is going to be a free agent again at the end of the season, so um, who knows I, oh, I doubt he would go yeah. back to New England, but one stranger things have happened uh some Daniel Jones to joining Tom B- balloon. <laughs> yep, um probably Jerry Jones primarily just trying to sabotage I'm Robert sure. Kraft. I'm, I'm sure mother um, guys involved on in my avoid list. Bad. Uh, Daniel Jones also making an appearance, uh, joining Tom Brady on my avoid list. Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Mac Ryan, uh, Davis Mills, uh, whoever starts at quarterback for the Broncos this week. Baker Mayfield, whoever starts at quarterback for the Steelers this week, and whoever starts at quarterback for the Ravens this week. It's a lot of whomever's, or I should say, whoever's. Play
0: <laughs> Player two later. <laughs> Like we just have the question mark right. picture of them, like a guess who card.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, <That's> um, it. <laughs> moving on to tight ends.
0: This is a much more upbeat put, list. we got guys getting healthier yeah. on this list. I've got okay. Travis
1: Kelsey at the top of my list, uh, which is, I'm sure is a big shout yep. to you. Uh, Dalton Schultz, Fine. P.J. Hawkinson, Gerald Everett, George Kittle, Dawson Knox, Hunter Henry. Igozi uh, and McConquo, Morgan Thomas, and Robert Tanyan rounding out my top ten. Honorable mentions Dallas Goddard, if he's healthy enough to get on the field for the Eagles, and Taysom Hill.
0: I also have Travis Kelsey at the top of my list. Mark Andrews close behind. D.J. Um, Hawkinson at three. hit a little bit of a rough, rough game last week. I think he's going to bounce back nicely. George Kittle at four. Dalton Schultz at five. Dallas Goddard, fresh off IR at six. Um, Pat Fryermoose also a little banged up, but looks like he's going to play. And if he does, I'm more than happy to start him. David Njoku and Evan Ingram, Greg Dolchich rounding out the top ten. Kind of could go back and forth on Ingram, but let's see. Let's see if he stays healthy. That would be nice. Um, so I've got a couple of guys out in purgatory, including Darren Waller. But – my uh my avoid list has a couple of your starts on it. I'm sure you're shocked by that.
1: <laughs> no, and Mark Andrews is actually at the top of my avoid list and he was Perfect. on your top ten list. There
0: so, is there is balance has been restored.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, Cole Komet also on that avoid list, Tyler Higby, Greg Dulcich, Kate Otten, Daniel Bellinger, David Njoku, Pat Friermuth, and then uh Anybody uh, playing tight end, whether it be uh, Kylan Granson or Mo Cox for uh, Indianapolis this weekend against the Vikings. Yeah. A mention the Jordan Aiken. Had to get that.
0: <laughs> It's a little rough on this side of the tight end the, uh, spectrum here. Um, I have Jawan Johnson, Adam Troutman at all. Um, I Tyson, Tyson Hill is still in purgatory, but even like a real, real close to the edge of purgatory. I'm not excited about a totally unhealthy position, which they utilize frequently. But I don't love that for them this week. Uh Daniel Bellinger, he's he's suffered a lot of injuries and a lot of things that are gonna impede his ability to breathe and see and do like normal basic human functions, which makes it exponentially harder to play football, I would imagine. Um, o Okwanko You can almost get that on the first try Is also unfortunately on my avoid list this week I tried to try to finagle him in I just don't think there's going to be enough for him Haydott and Jelani Woods Austin Hooper Hunter Henry Logan Thomas Foster Moreau Head, shoulders, knees and toes There's a lot of k- tight ends that you really don't want to be Having to start on your fantasy team this week
1: Hey, how about uh, defenses? Who would you like to start this week?
0: I would like to start the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel that an awful lot, despite what the Cowboys did not do defensively against the Houston Texans last week. Uh, They're going to be without their running back and at least one of their wide receivers. So I think it's a really nice time to be a Chiefs defense. That is, is, without a doubt, at the top of my list. (laughs) I've got the Broncos coming in second, uh, the Panthers, Commanders, and the 49ers rounding out my top five. Then we're going to go on down into the Saints, Eagles, Packers, Raiders, and Steelers. Teams get a little higher scoring, a little more competitive, so that's that's my uh, first 10. How about you?
1: Okay. Um, Cleveland, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Green Bay, um, Cincinnati, Minnesota, Baltimore, Carolina, and Arizona, and Washington rounding out my um, 10 defenses that I would like to start this week.
0: I think you would just 10. I'm impressed. defenses normally where things it go off the rails. Like you counting. <laughs> I'm getting it down here at the end
1: of the season. I'm, I'm, I'm in mid-season form.
0: We're hitting our mid-season stride here, guys. If they didn't, they didn't have so damn many bye weeks, we could be here so much sooner. But no, no, this is what the schedule got to keep us. Other things I don't like, including the schedule on um, A couple of defenses this week. <laughs> I've got the Patriots, the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Vikings. These are not even the Cardinals uh, on defenses I'm looking to stay away from. They joined the Browns, Jets, Chargers, Bills, and Bengals. A little East Coast bias hey, for me, on my... Uh, my uh...
1: <laughs> sorry, what was that?
0: I mean, got a little East Coast bias there as that list went on, but sorry. Oh. I about that, guys.
1: Well, it happens. I'm trying to see if I have any biases in my list this week, and I think it's a bias against bad teams, but we'll uh, okay. <laughs> see. Yeah, there's, um,
0: there's that.
1: Yeah. Um, Houston topping my list of defenses to avoid this week. Jacksonville, Indy, Atlanta, Chicago, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Miami, Las Vegas, and the Rams. Dishonorable mention to Seattle, Detroit, the Chargers, and unfortunately my Giants. Yeah, summary sorry about
0: your Giants. And- wasn't okay. there a week?
1: Whoever loses Just the game tonight is most likely out of the playoff reason, uh, race in my mind. But we'll see. But if we
0: get another tie, I'm the
1: <laughs> It could be weird, though. It could be like that. Do you remember the last game of the regular season last year with the Chargers and yes. Vegas and the Chargers that they had played for a tie that they you know, could have You know, made sure that they both got into the playoffs, but their coach, you know, understandably wanted, didn't want to play for Ty, and they ended up losing and missing out on the playoffs. Might, I don't, I don't think we would see anything like that here where they would just sit on the ball at the end, but who knows, stranger things. I don't know, it
0: like almost felt like it when we were watching overtime last time. Like, is anyone going to do (laughs) anything? Yeah. Yeah solution. We'll uh, no ties. Over oh, no overtime tie.
1: in victory formation and then punt. <laughs> all
0: that right. Uh, um, be must see TV, I'll tell you that.
1: Yeah, for all the wrong reasons. Um, <laughs> I wonder, you know, because when somebody runs out on the field, you know, a fan runs out on the field, they turn the cameras away from that. I wonder if there's mm-hmm. any actual football plays that would make them run, you know, you know do that. I I think maybe last year when the Giants ran that quarterback sneak on third and forever from their two-yard line, oh, yeah. the top might have yeah. uh, been something the cameras should have turned away from. But other than that, I can't really think of anything. <laughs>
0: That's the one you know we should not have yeah. to replay over and over in your mind.
1: <laughs> that and the butt fumble, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, and now it's a marketing right, thing. A, They're using a commercial now. Oh, anyway, oh,
1: yeah, they are. I digress. Yeah, can make money off your screw ups if you just wait ten years, I guess. That's um, it. That's all you're so do. now we've got to run, got to run a little bit of a two-minute drill on our game predictions here. So I I'll get this off. Uh, San Francisco, Seattle for the Thursday night game. Um, not sure how healthy Brock Purdy is. Not sure it matters. Geno Smith is starting to play a little bit more like Geno Smith again. Christian McCaffrey is. Uh, Been a godsend for the 49ers. I'll say uh, San Francisco, 27, and the 12th men, 24.
0: I've got San Francisco winning 28-20. If the Seahawks were a little healthier, I would feel a lot better about this. But right now it doesn't feel like they're playing quite the same style of football as the 49ers, but it is a Thursday night game, so anything weird can happen. So I'm keeping it close-ish, but I think the 49ers have the edge.
1: Okay, Saturday, as you mentioned before, we've got three games this week. Uh, Early Mm -hmm. game, Indianapolis at Minnesota. Minnesota, bad loss last week, but uh, they seem to have bounced back pretty well from both the previous losses this uh, season, so I'm counting on them to do it again. Indianapolis, yeah, it was nice. Just Saturday won his first game there, but uh, I just think they're being exposed as uh, not a very uh, good offense. You we're know, a team, but uh, I think Minnesota wins this pretty handily. I'll go with uh, Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson to have the games, and Minnesota 31, Indianapolis 21.
0: Yeah, I tried really hard to pick Indy to win this game because I really just don't don't understand the spiking scheme. I don't like Kirk Cousins. It's fine. I can, I can be above that, but the team is crumbling, and it's not playing well, and it doesn't look like Anywhere near what it should, so I'm hoping this week they get it together a little bit. I have them winning 28-26 in a close one, but this this game could be ugly. Just like not fun football to watch.
1: Okay, the late game on Saturday afternoon, uh, Cleveland hosting Baltimore. I'm sure it'll be nice and balmy there. Um, yeah. Baltimore, <laughs> I just that's quarterback situation whether it's Tyler Huntley or Anthony um Anthony Davis I forget the name you know he's I know he's on the Lakers Anthony Davis but um uh, Anthony Brown is the guy I was trying to think of yeah. uh, yes, yes, yeah. Mike Mike White Davis uh, Mike <laughs> Mac Jones White and uh Anthony Davis <laughs> Brown but uh anyway I I think that uh, Deshaun Watson will Get the win here. I don't think it'll be pretty, but uh, hopefully his stats continue to improve a little bit. I'll say Cleveland twenty-one, Baltimore seventeen.
0: I thought Baltimore winning twenty-one thirteen. I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to get this done or anything done. Uh, I am supremely unimpressed with what I've seen on a football field with him right now. I'm just totally independent of who he may be or may not be as a human being. But as an NFL quarterback, he doesn't look good right now. He doesn't look like he really understands what the routes are or what he's seeing on a defense trying to read it. Some of it is rust, but it's not shaking off all that fast. And the Baltimore defense is going to give him more problems than it thinks it is. I think that little baby Lamar, Tyler Huntley, is going to be under center. He'll be okay. And he doesn't have to put this game on the back and win it because – the Browns are going to give them at least one gift. I, I would, wouldn't be shocked to have at least one pick six go for the Ravens, and that right there can be your difference. I've got them winning
1: 21-13. Well, a good thing we can say about these Saturday games is that, in theory, they're all good matchups. They could all be pretty close games. I think the Mindy, Mindy yeah. listen to me, Minnesota Indy game <laughs> has the um, potential to get out of hand but the uh I think so that could bad. definitely so bad they've melded
0: together into one underachieving yeah. unit. <laughs>
1: In Indianapolis. Yes. So um <laughs> Saturday night game, Buffalo hosting Miami. That should be another balmy game. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: oh yeah. And just because they're you at home I I'll so. go
1: with the Bills over the warm weather team, but I'll say uh, Buffalo twenty eight, Miami twenty four.
0: I think the weather keeps us a lower scoring game. If they were playing in Miami, I wouldn't be surprised if both of these teams were north of thirty. Um, but I'm taking Buffalo to win thirty to twenty. Miami doesn't play well in the cold, they don't travel well in the cold. It's gonna be extremely cold in Buffalo and potentially snow on them. And two have looked a little lost the last two weeks. He's been getting some tougher defensive reads. He's not going to his second and third progression as well. Guys are getting banged up. He's got some stuff he's gotta work through. And unless they can figure that out relatively quickly, because this Buffalo secondary has gotten a lot healthier um, over the last few weeks, I just don't think they can, they can go score for score with the Bills. So I think they lose by 10.
1: Okay. Next up we've got uh, Sunday games, uh, New Orleans hosting Atlanta. Um, Whoever wins this uh, NFC South is is going to probably get bounced in the first round of the playoffs, but I think New Orleans will come out uh, the better of these two teams on um, uh, Sunday. I'll say New Orleans 30, Atlanta 24.
0: I've got New Orleans winning 27-19, so we're not, not totally far apart. Um, Atlanta just has nothing. I'm sorry, Cordero Patterson. I'm sorry, but there is nothing going for them right now. Um, the team's underachieving at pretty much every position. They've got injuries. They've got maybe not a great coach. Um, there's a lot that needs to be fixed on a team that started the season on paper looking like they had a lot going their way. Um, so I don't anticipate a whole lot of excitement coming out of this game. And New Orleans is still the Andy Dalton experience, which in itself is not that thrilling to watch. still, <laughs> so they're banged up, but – not as badly as Atlanta is, so they're going to win 27-19.
1: Okay, Andy Dalton's former team, Dallas, on the road against Jacksonville. Uh, Dallas, um, probably the less said about the Houston game, the better, but they did win. I think they managed to find a way to do that here, albeit a little bit more convincingly. I know the final score, 34, uh, Jacksonville 24.
0: I've got Dallas winning 31-20, so I'm a little little further apart. I think that they got embarrassed last week, and rightfully so. Um, however, I could th- see this game being closer. I'm worried it'll be closer because they tend to not go on the road well against the ASC South or the South in general. Um, so going to Jacksonville might not be the best thing, but I think – Hopefully last week kind of jilted them back to like, oh, we might need to work a little harder. And I think we'll see that this week. I hope we'll see that this week. So I've got them winning
1: 31-20. And we've got the Jets hosting uh, Blue's favorite team, the Lions. Um, mm-hmm. This game, to me, should be, actually be one of the more interesting games on um, Sunday. You've got two quarterbacks, one who's a full hero, and one who's uh, maligned but playing a lot better than... People realize uh, recently, and I think it just comes down to how healthy is Mike White, because if he's healthy, I think the Jets have a more balanced defense than the Lions do. They've also got Sauce Gardner in the secondary um, to Blanket, Amon Ross, St. Brown, or DJ Chark, or whomever, Jamison Williams, but uh, I think the Jets pull this out. I'll go with uh, the Jets 27, Detroit 24. And I know you're going to pick the I, other way, but go ahead. And I absolutely
0: me. am, and believe me, I want, I want, I want this Jets team to do well. I love Mike White. I like the things are getting a little zany, weird out there. It's great. There's some personality to the team, and the defense is fun to watch. I go watch the Soft Gardner play football all day. It's great. However, the the Motor City Dan Campbell of it all. I mean, how can, how can you not go to war for this man, who goes for a Make punt on your own 26-yard line like it's a normal thing to do. It's not. That was crazy. But it worked. And you just get to keep throwing all kinds of crazy out there, and some of it's going to stick, and everyone drank the Kool-Aid. They're all in on this craziness. So, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on it. A very, very close game. Detroit wins 20, 24-23 with a end-of-the-game field goal. It's going to go back and forth all game. I can't wait to watch this.
1: Okay. Uh, a game that probably figures not to be that close, uh, Kansas City at Houston. Uh, I'll go with Kansas City to more than double up on Houston. I'll say Kansas City 35, Houston 17. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I kept it closer. I, I do respect this Houston defense. Um, didn't show a lot of great things. Unfortunately, they aren't going to have their running back. Both wide receivers are banged up, and that's going to be davis most. It's a lot harder. So I've got them losing by touchdown. Kansas City up twenty-eight, twenty-one. So I think I think it's closer, but it's not competitive.
1: Hey, Philadelphia on the road against Chicago, a rematch of the infamous Fog Bowl of some thirty-five years ago. But uh, fog or not, oh, I yeah. think Philadelphia is just a much superior team. That that Fog Bowl game was a playoff game, but it most certainly is not. Uh, one of these two teams will not be in the playoff. I'll leave it to your imagination to guess which one. But uh, I'll say Philadelphia wins this pretty easily. I'll say Philly 30, Chicago 17.
0: We've got Philly winning 35-24. I think Justin Fields keeps it interesting. I think he's going to have to. Um, but I think that Chicago will move the ball better on the Philly defense than most people anticipate. The problem is that they – just can't go score for score the same way that you would need to to beat these Eagles teams. So they'll keep it competitive. They'll stick around, but they're gonna lose by almost. They're gonna lose by 11, 35-24. So close, but okay. not
1: close. Next week, we've got a <laughs> Who Cares Bowl with uh, Carolina hosting the Steelers. Um, the less said about this game, the better. I'll go with the home team, uh, Carolina, 24 over Pitt, 21.
0: I like P.J. Walker with non-scrambled brains over Kenny Pickett with a definite headache. Uh, I'm picking Carolina 21-17.
1: Okay. Um, Next up, we've got the late games, Arizona at Denver. Um, This could be the battle of the backup quarterbacks. Um, I just Mm -hmm. think Arizona has a few more weapons on offense that are a little bit healthier than Denver does, so I'll go – and Colt McCoy is one of the more functional backup quarterbacks in the league, so I'll go with – even if he didn't show up last week, so I'll go with Arizona 24 over Denver
0: 21. Okay. I went Arizona 23, Denver 16. I'm not entirely sure how they are planning on scoring any of their points unless Colt McCoy tries to give some away. I think the kicker is going to be busy. Um Certainly sounds like it's going to be Brett Ripon under center, and he looked just fine. He was serviceable, but against that Arizona defense, you've got to be a little better than serviceable. So I think Colt McCoy is going to be riding off into the sunset after this one.
1: One of the interesting games, uh, New England, with uh, Mac Jones-White going up against Derek Carr. Um, I'll yeah. go with uh, Mac Jones-White, uh, 28, over <laughs> the Derek Carr's 24 here.
0: I'm going to take the fighting Derek Carrs to win 27-23. Again, until New England figures out that they need an offensive coordinator, which I'm not sure how after the last two weeks you can't figure that out, but it's not working. It's not working the way it needs to. There's a lot of injuries, so now it's really not going to look like it's working. And Vegas, in spite of them trying to actively beat themselves every single week, I think cares more. I think they care enough, and you're going to get – Hunter Renfro potentially back. You're potentially going to have Darren Waller out there. How healthy anyone is, I don't know. But I just think Vegas has to come out and they have to win a game and stop look like they're playing two-hand touch all the time.
1: All right. Cincinnati at Tampa Bay. You finally convinced me that uh,
0: Tom Brady
1: aside, this Tampa Bay is just not a functional team right now. So I'll go with Cincinnati 30 over Tampa Bay 20.
0: I know y'all thought I was nuts for saying Brock Purdy was going to win that game, and my own, my, everyone else in my life thought that too. But here we are, Brock, Brock, Purdy, Brock Purdy forever. We might get blue a kitten sized Brock Purdy jersey. Um, but yeah, I, I think Kansas City's got a whole. <laughs> Kansas State's got a whole mess load of problems, and they start with Tom Brady, but they don't end there. Um, Cincinnati is back to their Joe Cool routine. You get Jamar Chase, you get. So Mixon, everyone's there. It's not gonna. I the Cincinnati's gonna win thirty to twenty-one, and it won't feel that close. Like at no point is this gonna feel like Tampa's in danger of winning this game.
1: Okay, um, last uh, late game is one that I think will actually be one of the more interesting games of the day. <laughs> day and that's the Chargers at Tennessee. I think uh, both teams yeah. are gonna find a way to move the ball on offense and score. So I think this will be one of the higher scoring games of the day. I'll give it to the hometown Chargers uh, on a late field goal, 30 to 27.
0: Yeah, I I really really went back and forth on this. I wanted to go with Tennessee, but the injuries piling up is kind of a problem. Not sure who can catch the football. That's that's going to be a lot tougher to beat a Chargers defense. Um, so I'm taking Los Angeles 24-20, but I truly believe it could go either way.
1: Okay, the Sunday night game uh, flexed in the hometown Commanders uh, against the oh, Giants. Yeah. Hopefully this game will not end in a tie. Unfortunately, I think it will end up with Washington's 20 more points than the Giants. The two teams seem to be trending in opposite directions, so I'll go with the hotter team, uh, Commanders 27, Giants 21.
0: I'm taking the Commanders twenty-eight, twenty-three, 23, and I actually originally – when I did all my prep, did pick the Giants, just so you know. But I I think Chase Young being back on the defense is going to be a bigger difference maker. And they, they clearly know what they need to do to beat each other. Not that either team did that last week, but they know each other a little better. I think Washington just has a little edge in the health department, and I think that's going to be the difference
1: and then last but not, well, last and least, we've got uh,
0: the passers,
1: actually I shouldn't say that if it's for the Carolina-Pittsburgh game I would say last and least But Green Bay is uh, hosting the Rams (laughs) is is a close second in the last and least uh, department for this week Um, I know Green Bay's had a really disappointing season but uh, Christian Watson has shown some uh, signs of life as a potential lead dog there I think uh, Aaron Rodgers after the week off will be healthy-ish, and I'll go with – I'm just not um, drinking the the Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid there. I think he's going to come back to earth, and the Packers defense will really uh, unleash on him. I'll go uh, with Packers 28, Rams 17.
0: I am going to continue to drink the Baker Mayfield Kool-Aid. This man has nothing to lose, literally nothing. He booked the plane ticket before he was officially even claimed on waivers. Like, he was, I'm getting the hell out of this town. Um, the team is rallied around him. This idiot's headbutting people with just his head, and they're wearing helmets. I mean, whatever brand of crazy he has brought into the locker room, and, like, the energy seems to work for, for everybody, I don't know. It just seems like it's crazy enough to work, and I think they're going to win 27-23. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be very pissed off. Um, but he's still hurt. The whole offense still doesn't work correctly. Uh, Hopefully Christian Watson does some great things, but there is still a defense on the side of of the football. He's got a face that is a little more formidable. So uh, I think he's going to have a tougher time. I think the Rams are going to steal one here. We shall see. Yeah, yeah, so... Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. All of our arguments out there for the most part. <laughs> Before we let you go, uh, a couple of DFS, Daily Fantasy, options for you because maybe your team's out of the playoffs, maybe you just need a thrill and you're tired of looking at the same guys on your bench all week long. You want to dip a toe in the water. You know which guys you want to spend the money on. So here are value picks that will get you good points that you don't have to break the bank for so you can go spend up. Uh, at quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, Andy Dalton, I know we don't love recommending the ginger ninja, but the price is right and he's gonna put points up on that defense. Mike White also, as long as he's still, you know, upright and kind of breathing, go ahead and start him in there. Price is definitely right. At running back, Isaiah Pacheco is gonna have a ton of opportunities. Jamal Williams is gonna bounce back after a tougher defense of last week. Latavius Murray is almost the only healthy human on that whole Denver roster, so I would say might be a good option. And Donovan Knight in New York for the Jets. Fun name to say, fun guy to watch, working so far. At wide receiver, I've got another New York Jet here at Wilson. Zay Jones, who we talked a lot about earlier during the waiver wire portion. Um, at the price he is, it's silly, silly to even think about not starting him. D.J. Chark, and on the flip side of that, Jamison Williams. All good options there, as well as Chris Moore in Houston and Nelson Aguilar, as we talked about earlier as well. Tight end-wise, Tyler Conklin, again, one of the guys we're seeing the praises of, Gerald Everett and Greg Dool- Dool- Hitch, uh, all pretty good matchups. Um, probably Conklin's the one I like the most out of the three, but you can't go wrong there. And defense-wise, the Broncos, the Cardinals, and the Steelers, uh, all going to get you some points can not break the bank for you. So we have given you uh, straight-up game picks, who to start, who to sit, all of your injury news, who to pick up on the waiver wire, your daily fantasy options, and of course, all of the upbeat comedy and things you get with us. Cause how could you miss that? Uh, we will be back on that. I miss the comedy. I know. we got to work on that. In San Antonio Holmes isn't around. <laughs> <But laughs> he
1: is, I'll have to hook him up with Mac Jones White. Right?
0: Yes. That's what I'm saying. Is it hyphen? Is it all just well, one more important we'll
1: out. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll be back with you next Wednesday night from eight to nine PM Eastern time as we are every week giving you all of the tools and knowledge to guide your team to victory. So be sure to check us out everywhere you find your favorite podcast next week live at eight or all over social media. Uh you can always find us over the platforms or email us at the number four THN into show at gmail dot com. So thank you so much for listening. Good luck everyone, unless of course you're playing else.